Hello. I'm Sammy. I'm Tuck. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic guest hostingest, Shanae childiest, ice cream meltingest, pleasure periest recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. <laughs> and he's so confused already. And as you've already noticed, we have a guest host today, and that is Tuck. And Tuck, when, when was the last time you were here? Matt James season? Was that two years ago? I mean, a it was it was like a couple bachelors I ago. About that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or was Matt James the last bachelor? I don't know. COVID? I liked him. You did? You yeah. liked Matt? Yeah. Yeah, despite his poor choices in the end. I don't even, yeah, I don't really remember. Yeah, choices, you missed but, some of that stuff. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so um, Steve is in the middle of a cornfield somewhere. Uh, Leneve was unable to do this week's episode. So uh, she sent her condolences to you that that you had to record this episode with me. Mm-hmm. But I think we had a pretty good time. Last time? Well, last night. Oh, yeah. We took a lot of notes. I, and yeah. I, I'm really excited for your thoughts. I fizzled out a little bit. You did, but you took a decent amount of notes. At the beginning. Yes, at the beginning. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's talk about it. All right, so we're on week five. The The drama is ramping up. I have copious notes, as you can see. I'm scrolling through. These mm. are all my notes from week five. Um, just tell me, tell, tell our listeners, our loyal listeners, what your impression is of Clayton. Dud. <laughs> I just boring. <laughs> He's just like he's he's just stereotypical. Like I forgot, <sighs> just this you know these can't answers. Just like I don't know. I I I wouldn't want to really necessarily hang out with him. I don't think you know he's just not my kind of. A... But yeah, it was, he's just kind of not not a dud. He's just boring. He's just boring. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing special about him. Very white teeth. Very white teeth. So he's got that going for him. Yeah. Yeah. I called him. So when he was on Michelle's season, I called him a beef potato the whole time. He's like from, he went to school at Mizzou, like, you know, played football. To me, he was just like a beef potato. And I'm like shocked, honestly, that he was the one that they picked for Bachelor when they had so many other good choices. So that's been the hard thing for me. Hmm is there were a lot of interesting men on the last two seasons and they decided they're like, nah, that's too predictable. Let's pick boring instead. And you felt similarly about Jesse, the new host, correct? Yeah. They kind of look the same, right? Yeah. Same yeah. It's same person, interchangeable, just 15 years of difference or whatever. So, Okay, so we'll get into your feelings about the women as we go along. I figure if if I just start laying out the events of, of this episode, you can kind of chime in when you've got notes and thoughts. Does that work for you? Yeah, I, I probably won't have a lot to add. But. I, I'm excited because you've reacted pretty, pretty significantly and dramatically to some things. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, so Sinead didn't get sent home. On week four. And and we kind of thought that she would. And she's still around in week five. So that's been dramatic. And she, we open up being reminded that she threw a trophy into a pond. Mm -hmm. And she, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know, you women are bitches or whatever. And uh, one thing that I heard uh, 
in Bachelor Nation on the grapevine was that he actually apologized for sending Elizabeth home. So you haven't, you didn't meet Elizabeth, but you know, when Sinead talked about like, I, I've sent several people home and like, this isn't the first and this isn't going to be the last. She had sent, she had sent Elizabeth home by doing some of the similar things that you saw her do in this episode where she would just like make up stuff about people to make them look bad. And then he believed them. And and the other person didn't have a way to defend themselves because it just wasn't true at all. And they were totally blindsided because none of it happened. Hmm. So they looked like flustered and caught off guard because she just made up shit. So they'd be like, uh, uh, I don't know what to, you know, and then he'd be like, well, then if you can't defend yourself, then I guess you should be the one going home. And um, Elizabeth, uh, Shanae was targeting, targeting Elizabeth for like not paying attention to her or acknowledging her. And she was like, listen, I have ADHD and like these rooms full of people can be really overwhelming. And sometimes I just need to like zone out to just cope. And so don't take it personally. If I'm checking out, I'm just kind of like trying to control all the chaos around me, which is like totally reasonable. That's That's totally fine. Right. And, and she's like, well, she, she blamed her ADHD on ignoring me or whatever. And she like used it as like a, judge like a tool of judgment against elizabeth and then elizabeth got sent home anyway some people are saying the apology was bullshit some people have accepted the apology elizabeth has told people not to send hate to clayton that's all i know anyway that's um that's the outside of the show um drama and gossip that i've heard we also know that at the end of the episode shanae and genevieve are going to go on a two-on-one so we start in houston this week And then we go to what I thought was Niagara Falls at first, like just Niagara Falls, but at least they go to Toronto. But it's interesting because we went from these hotels. So like Matt James's season, that was a hotel season, right? Mm -hmm. Like they didn't get to go anywhere. Yeah. So that was like the first confined season. They were at like Nemecolin or whatever. And now they've, they've, they're back in the mansion and they're back traveling, but it's not the same. It's not like we're going to Thailand, at least not yet. I don't know if they're going to do that. It's like, we're going to Houston and Toronto and like, yeah. okay, I wouldn't be excited about going to Houston. I love Toronto. It's one of my favorite cities. I don't know if I would want to go there for The Bachelor. I don't think I'd be like, I'm getting swept up and going like in Canada before they went to Banff. That was a big deal. Mm, yeah. You know, like fancy ski. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sweaters. Sweaters, you know. Fireplaces. Yeah. <laughs> Hot toddies. Mm-hmm. Hot tubs. Hot tubs. Yeah. Um, those. Yeah. Yeah. Those like fluffy boots. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> big fan. Big fan. No big fans, though. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> they go to Toronto um, and so this is the start of their international leg. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, sometimes they, they take like world whirlwind trips around Europe and stuff. This is, you know, we're in different times. I get it. So I'm actually surprised they got into Canada. So whatever they're in Canada. Um, 
the one thing that I think is really interesting, and I'm curious if you had any feelings about Susie at all, but like Susie was billed as like a front runner and then she hasn't really gotten a ton of time on camera even yet. And I don't think she's gotten a one-on-one yet. She's the one I told you she did Disney in Tokyo. Yeah. And like, she got a little bit more play and you can see her in the previews, but I'm like, where is Susie? And like, why haven't we seen her yet? It's just been interesting. <laughs> I've got a one page notes on her. Oh, do you? What does it say? Susie sucks. You think Susie sucks? <laughs> that was my initial reaction. And I didn't write anything after that, but wow. I, think, I mean, I think everyone kind of sucks. <gasps> so it's, it's very the hard trauma. for me, but um, that's all I wrote. <laughs> Susie, colon, sucks. Susie, period. I'm sorry that Tuck thinks you suck. Um, I don't think you suck. Um, sorry, Susie. She's, well, she's, it's interesting because there's these, there's a lot of telling and not showing going on in this season more than normal i feel like Hmm. so susie's like i'm very adventurous and i've done stuff and she like she went to japan for she said she was there for two years i know that she did like tokyo disney like worked there and um she trained like in jujitsu when she was there And she also is like a wedding photographer, but there's not anything that I'm seeing that's like all like wild and stuff yet, like from her, just like Gabby being like, people say I'm really funny. And I'm like, I don't see Mm, it yet, except she's like, I'll I'll sit on your face, you know, with your, with the pillow on it. (laughs) The, The face is on the pillow. I get it. It's funny. And I'm like, I don't. So there's just a lot of that stuff where it's like, you're saying this about yourself, but I'm not necessarily seeing it yet. But anyway, we get a- you think they, the, the production of the show, they kind of know that. Like, yeah, she says she's, and maybe they like edited out her really, her A material, you know, and they're well, just like kind of painting her to be like, well, she's not that funny. Well, this is a good point, right? Because so Michelle was on Matt's season. And God, that really wasn't that long ago. Michelle was on Matt's season and, and we, and when it was like near the end, when she was almost off the show, like it was her last week or second to last week on the show, you actually got to see her be like funny and, and Mm. like engaging. And I was like, oh, I wish I had known that the whole time. And people were like, Michelle is the best part of the house. She's like the funniest um, you know, person here and she makes us all laugh. And like, she was just being like goofy and fun and bubbly. And before that, it was like, she's a teacher and she's beautiful and she's quiet and what an inspiration. And then uh, she had this like whole other side that we didn't see until the very end. So I, I agree with you. Um, if we want to be generous with it, we might just not be seeing those sides of these women because they've been edited out. But there's just so much time that they're spending on Shanae, just like a ridiculous yeah, amount of time on Shanae. Like that, that princess bitch from last two years ago. Oh, Victoria. Victoria. Oh, Queen Victoria. Yes, they, they, they need that girl to make that princess to, bitch. You know, to for it to be. <laughs> You know, oh, I hate her. I, you know, I, you know, and I, and yeah, of course you hate her. And but know. there's like good villains and like bad villains. Like Victoria was almost, I didn't like her at all, but she was a better villain. But there was somebody a few seasons ago. Her name was Corinne, and every a lot of people agree that she was one of the best villains ever because she was just like, you know, 
worked for her mom and dad's company, and she had a housekeeper who made her cheesy noodles and was the only one who could do it right. And she was just like very full of herself, but she was like fun. I don't know. This Shanae isn't fun to me. Like I want a villain to be fun and you kind of want to root for the chaos. But with her, I'm just like, oh, shut up because she just, I don't know. I like a villain who's straightforward and is like, yeah, I'm evil and I'll say it to your face. Mm. almost. And, and she's like so two-faced. It's like creepy. And I just, I'm, and I inevitably think about like the line of work that these people are in. And I'm like, you're a recruiter. So what, you just blow smoke up people's asses every day. Oh, you'll be perfect for this job. And then she gets off the phone and she's like, what a bitch. I hate her. Whatever. You know mm. what I mean? And it's just like, how are you going to get any work after this season like i don't know that's what i think about not but their goal is to never work in that job again and just sell poop tea for the rest of their lives so i get Mm -hmm. it you know and Mm -hmm. gummy hair vitamins and stuff um (laughs) it's true so all the women hate shanae they want her off the show it you know makes sense um you know, Jill's upset. She feels like she's gotten zero time. And I would agree because it's like every time Jill comes on the screen, I'm like, who's that? Oh, Jill. So, you know, so, that's a big deal. If Shanae goes away. Yeah. Is the show kind of tank then? Is there, you know what I mean? Well, like, they're getting to that point. They're it, We're already in week five. So, so how many weeks are there? Uh, I don't know exactly. 30, 40? 30, 40. <laughs> it's usually like 10 weeks okay. ish. You know, I don't know. They always change it. So I'm, I'm not being cagey, but it's like, how many women are left now? I don't know. Because um, we because that was the other thing that I said, right? Like we're kind of a third of the way through through the episode. We're at the rose ceremony because it ended kind of weird and, and stuff like that, too. So wait, where was that? Where is the rose ceremony? Where's my note for that? Oh, maybe it's like further up than I thought. Um, did I lose it? Oh, never mind. Okay. There's the rose ceremony. Um, yeah, so we had um how many women? Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So like probably like ten or eleven left at this point, because a couple get roses before the rose ceremony. Um we're getting to that point where he's going to whittle it down. It's going to get to hometowns and all that stuff. And like things get more serious. And if you still have a villain around at that point, it can get kind of like distracting. Mm-hmm. And then it like takes away from the love story stuff. The focus of the, yeah. Yeah. So unless, and sometimes a villain wins, we've had a few villains win, make it all the way to the end and win. Um, and those are always controversial seasons and none of those couples are still together. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that's something you got to think about too, because they want to keep the villain around for a while. And sometimes producers will like encourage the bachelor or bachelorette to keep them around, yeah. especially if they're like, you know what? I for sure want these six to go through. And they're like, well, can we pick one for you? Like put this person through. And they're like, Okay. So it's hard, it's hard to say, right? It's hard to say if she's a hundred percent snowing him, if producers are putting bugs in his ear, uh, 
or a combination of those things, or he knows what's going on, but he feels like he still needs to keep her around for some reason, or he just really likes her and he doesn't care how she's acting. I don't know. Like it could be, there's a lot you don't see. There's a lot you don't know. Um, but once you get down to the serious, like take you to my family stuff, if they're still around, then like it's kind of pointless at that point if he is not interested in her. But I, yeah, I'm really curious about how the two on one's going to go, but we'll talk about that when, when we get there. Um, but yeah, so let's see. I've got a lot of notes on this stuff, but really it is, it is a lot about the torment. Um, but first <laughs> Serene and Clayton get the one-on-one. So let's focus on that before we okay. get to this rose ceremony. Um, and, you know, Clayton is on the beach and he's like contemplating everything the night before. And he's like, you know, the women won't, weren't happy to see Shanae, but I did enjoy it. But you know what? We got to we got to move on from that. It's time for one on one time with Serene. And um, they're at Pleasure Pier in Galveston, which I don't know if that's any good or not, but it looked fun, I guess. I don't know. It's like one of the better dates, I feel like, because at least it's not. I don't know. A lot of dates have been made out of construction paper the last two years. So it's just kind of nice to see something a little more extravagant, you know, literally made out of construction, paper. literally made out of construction okay. paper, a lot of DIY hotel conference room dates the last two years. So it's nice to see oh, them get yeah. outside and like do something and like go on roller coasters and stuff. And, and there's like a couple dates that can usually indicate that someone's going to make it far. One is like thrill dates and the other are like the shopping dates. So thrill dates are usually we're going to climb the side of a building. We're going to go bungee jumping. We're going to get in a helicopter if the person is afraid of helicopters. And I and I was kind of like, is this a thrill date? Is this not a thrill date? But then when she said she was kind of scared of going on the swings and stuff, I was mm, like, yeah. oh, for her, it's a thrill date. Um. And they haven't done like a shopping spree date yet. I don't know if I've seen that. It's a lot. I mean, I would, I got to do the math, but statistically, I think the people who go on the shopping spree dates more often than not are the ones who end up winning the whole thing. Yeah. Because it's paid for by advertising, like it's free advertising for the shopping spree. Well, yeah, they take them, they go to a store. Well, some of it, sometimes they advertise, sometimes they don't, but it's like, you're going to go into the store and yeah, you can get anything you want. And they come home and they've got like $15,000 worth of shit. Yeah. Sometimes like a clothing store, usually like they'll come out with like a fan, a couple fancy outfits, really nice pair of shoes, sometimes a really good watch or another piece of jewelry or whatever. And yeah. And then it's like, Ooh, you got spoiled today. And then all the other people in the house. Well, if it's like, Usually if it's the bachelor, like the women in the house are like, I can't believe you have to go on this shopping date, you know, <laughs> it's like that whole thing. But I don't know. I don't know the statistics, but I know that if you go on the shopping date, you're at least making it to like the final four, unless you really screw something up. Uh, but anyway, so they went on a thrill date. So that makes me think like Serene's going to be here for a while. Plus she's like, I don't know. I like her. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know if they're good together. I feel like she's cool and she's like a teacher and she was like it's just nice to be out of the classroom, <laughs> you know? Like I'm sure it's got to feel good to take a break. I, I do have some notes on her. Okay, tell me what you think about Serene. Um 
maybe too normal. Yep. Um, predictable, but cute. Okay. Says, oh my gosh, <laughs> as a safety phrase. No. As a safety phrase? That's what I wrote down, yeah. What like, do you mean, no? What? Like, I don't care for that. Well, she's a teacher. I know. That's probably her default. Right. I, you I, know? I think she was just saying it a lot because... Maybe she's very religious. No, no. I mean, I think, like, even if she said, oh, my God. Like, she mm. was just sort of like, she was, I think it was nerves or something. That, well, that's listen, what... I say like a lot. A lot of people and say And, you like. know, and, yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't uh, begrudge anybody for saying something a lot. I don't know. I, and, yeah, I think it was just nerves. But, um, yeah, so she, you can say, oh, my gosh, that's fine. But, yeah, <laughs> I think, like, yeah, maybe just too normal unless another side comes out you know but you know it's like then they ask like oh the, the bachelor will always be like well i think she really like you know she kind of came out of her shell this time you know like that's always you know uh, that's like the <laughs> well he the, did say he did say like oh there's something behind that smile yeah i was like is there i don't know um i'm sure there i'm sure and she's, she's like oh you think person. there's a dark side and he's like maybe and she's like well there's a lot to know about me and he's like i can't wait to find out you know it's like a lot of that stuff um i mean everybody's got their everybody's got their own what's what's wild to you you know like yeah. do you go i mean i had somebody once she's like oh i i, I went i was dancing on the on the bar table somewhere i'm like you know like that's I'm, not that wild right yeah. and then then there's other people who are like i went on a coke bender for three weeks or whatever <laughs> you know like so it's like so your definition it, it, of wild yeah, maybe like, well that's that's like that kind of reminds me of um what, what I posted like yesterday on Facebook, you know, where I was like, for some reason, people in high school thought I was like doing all of these drugs, but I was yeah. just like eating Krispy Kremes and watching South Park and DDR, you know, Dance Dance Revolution, not a drug. It's a video game. Well, it is very addictive. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I was like, yeah, that was my extent of being wild, you know, in high school. And I'm like, God, what do people think I was doing? But I I probably thought it was really cool. I did think it was really cool. So whatever. <laughs> Your your mileage may vary. Um, okay, I also <laughs> want to point out that Clayton said we ride together, we die together, which I believe is a bad boys reference. So, um, and I also added bad marriage for life, which was a red table talk uh, uh, thing uh, that uh, uh, Will and Jada Pinkett Smith said to each other. And I was like, that's bleak and depressing. So anyway, maybe that's a bad omen. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> I don't think Clayton uh, understands food safety rules, so I don't know if they mm. should have put him behind the counter. I don't think he's been serve safe certified uh, to run an ice cream shop, uh, but he did say, what are you in the mood for besides me? And then I just was worried about the ice cream melting as they were making out. <laughs> so that was like stressful. Um, but no, Serene, I think Serene seems really normal, really sweet. Yeah. Um, they seemed to connect on feeling like they had some... Um, emotionally unavailable parents. Um, so that was, I guess, a good connection point. And she also talked about having a lot of loss. Okay, this part I thought was weird, though. I'm going to give her one ting for this. And it was weird because I was like, she's talking about her dead cousin. I shouldn't be judgmental about it. But I did think it was strange where she was like, yeah, so like we saw all these fireflies. And then I was like, what if we squished them on our face? And then we did it. And I was like, it's a little strange. <laughs> She was just like, so every time yeah. I think about fireflies, I think about her. 
being squished on my face. I don't know. I don't want to sour a very sweet memory that she had with her cousin, which is totally valid. But I was just like, that's like a really odd way to tell that story. I think if I told it, I would leave that part out. And I would just be like, we were in a field of fireflies. It was magical. But maybe then it shows you that she's willing to be honest, even if she sounds like a little strange. And that's good, you know, because a lot of women and just people on the show in general can be really manufactured. Right. So, so like I, the quote I wrote down here, and I don't know where who said this, but we have a really good connection, unquote. It's like, well, yeah, you know, everybody says that shit, you know, like. Yeah. A good connection. What does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but Serene gets the rose and she's falling in love. Um, so that's like the first one of those we we heard so far. Uh, but we'll hear more in the weeks to come. Uh, it's now it's the rose ceremony. Marinara is nervous, um, but she hopes Clayton sees who Shanae is. And Shanae is like, I can't think of one thing I did wrong thus far, which is, I wish I had that confidence. Mm. She's done so many things wrong to this point. I'm like, I could list them, but I won't. We've all seen them. Um, Jill actually interrogates Shanae and she's like, listen, I'm hurt by you after I thought that we turned a new leaf. And, um, you're terrorizing us week after or she was like, she's terrorizing us week after week and affecting all of our time. And Teddy's like, well, listen, I feel like something bad is in the air and I just hope we can resolve it quickly. Um, and Gene- Genevieve's just like, I hope Shanae goes home. So everyone feels the same way. Um, you know, but Clayton comes out and he's like, listen, everyone, it's really hard being the bachelor. It's probably as hard as being a neuroscientist. So bear with me. I'm just trying to decode the human genome at the moment and decide who I'm going to give roses to. So he's like, can I, can I see the winning team from the group date? And, and they're like, and that means Shanae wasn't invited because she crashed the date and all of them, you know, they're all like, she sucks. I hate her. Marlena was like, listen, I'm an athlete. You're an athlete. We take our L's in stride. Um, you know, they're like, listen, she threw the trophy in the pond. He's like, I didn't know she threw a trophy in the pond. And some blonde that I don't remember, maybe Lindsay, was like, they're probably digging your grave right now <laughs> to Shanae, which is probably pretty amazing. And then um, Sierra was like, you have to change your actions because we don't trust you and all this stuff. And then um, there's the battle of the HR reps because Hunter's a, an HR specialist and she's against Shanae, who's a recruiter. Ooh. Um, and Shanae gets pulled in after he talks to these women and she's like, these bitches are not sending me home. And she's like, listen, yes, I did it. I, this was kind of an interesting move. I was surprised that she approached it this way, but she was like, yeah, you, I think she knew like, if it's all of them against me, I can't say I didn't do it. Because right. why would like eight women lie? Yeah. That just would be pretty ridiculous. So she was just like, yes, I did it. Um, you know, but then she was like, I'm tired of getting the finger pointed at me. And it's like, you crashed the party. So basically what happened last week is they had a football game. There were two teams. Mm-hmm. One team won. Mm-hmm. And so they got to spend extra time with Clayton. The other team, because they lost did not get to spend that extra time. That was the reward for winning. I hate when there's a game and a team loses and then they go, why don't you come anyway? I'm like, what's the point then? What's the point of the competition? 
make it a real competition. Whoever loses doesn't get to spend the time that there's the incentive to perform well and be competitive and all that. Otherwise, what's the point of even doing the exercise? So they finally have started to come back around to that and, and do that again, which they like did away with for a little while. And I thought it was ridiculous. So she decides because she was on the losing team to come crash the party anyway. So when she's like, well, I'm tired of getting the finger pointed at me. It's like you brought it upon yourself to crash. Either you listened to a producer who told you it was a good idea or you went of your own accord and decided to it was a good idea or both. And then you got shit for it and then you felt weird about it. But you decided to go. So that's the thing I don't get. You know, it's like no one forced you to do it. Mm -hmm. Even if a producer told you to do it, you can say no. So you wanted to crash that party and then you're like, everybody is mad at me. It's like, yeah, for doing the things that you're doing. And um, and then she was like she admitted, though, to it and. It was weird because I felt like Clayton was like scolding her like, you know, you shouldn't do that. And she was like, <laughs> I know, you know, and he's like, well, you better go apologize. And she's like, sniff, sniff, you know, I will. I And then she's like, uh, I'm sorry that I treated you badly and I'm going to do better. And I promise I won't do that again. And I feel really bad. And um and then some of the women who were trying to be the bigger people were like, well, if that's really true, um, like, cause I think like Marlena and, and um, uh, Sierra, I'm still learning names. <laughs> were like, yeah, Sierra, we're like, I accept your apology. Like if you, if you really mean it. Um, oh, and Susie said, if you maintain the actions you spoke on, there are people who will be here for you. And um Marlena was like, I just want you to communicate with us. Um, But Susie was like, well, she can have the space to grow or prove who she is, (laughs) whichever way that goes. And I was like, that's a really funny way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. And then she comes back to Clayton and she's like, it went well. I feel pretty (laughs) good about it. Like, you know, and you could she looked smug there. Like, I feel like her body language is very obvious. I don't know how he's not seeing it, except that like. He just can't see past making out with her. It's so annoying. And then she was like, I'm not sorry, hoes, you mean bitches. You know, and she's like, I'm Meryl Streep. Give me that Emmy, bitches. He's mine. And I'm like, shut up. You're so exhausting. Uh, Oh, I just hate it. And Clayton's like, well, I'm really proud of you women for being open and honest and holding me accountable. And I want you to feel seen and heard. And um. So we know that, let's see, Sarah, Marlena, Genevieve, Mara, Gabby, Susie, Eliza, and Shanae, and Hunter um, get the, or no, yeah, get the rose. Um, Oh, I wrote Shanae said, I feel like there's no one else around, huh? I don't know what that means. Um, Oh, this was, so we know Shanae gets the rose, obviously, but like at this point she was like, you were like, she looks sweaty. And then she was like, my vagina and armpits are sweaty. <laughs> um, so she gets the rose on the way out. So Sierra leaves and like Lindsay, I don't really remember her that well. And maybe a couple other women leave. Oh, Jill leaves. Um, but Sierra was like, Clayton, don't be stupid. So that was kind of interesting. Um, 
And she's like, and I think it was Ciro who said, if that's who he chooses in the end, then uh, yikes. <laughs> that's pretty great. Um, and Sinead was like, oh, well, who's next on my list? Like, who can I who can I take down next? And now we're going international. We're going to Toronto. And Gabby gets the first one-on-one. And uh, all the women are like, yay, Gabby, this is so great. And Sinead was like, why are you so happy for other people? What about you? <laughs> so <laughs> annoying. Uh, like, because, Sinead, you're not going to experience this. But what happens for a lot of the women is they will form very close friendships and they will be friends with these women for decades because that's what happens on the show. Because they all, they all, one of them is going to walk away the quote unquote winner, right? But the, all the rest of them are not. And they know that. And they know statistically, like, this is not how things are going to work out. The best thing you can do in the house is make friends and form those connections. And we see a lot of people in Bachelor Nation who, after the show, they become roommates. They get an apartment with hmm. with, with their really? friends or a or friend group or whatever. And they go on Bachelor in Paradise and all that stuff. And if they, I mean, if you're a villain, that's one way to get there. But it's not the most fun way to get there, I don't think. You know, it's like if you go, if you have a couple tight, close friends in the house, you're more likely to be on the beach with them in Mexico, you know, come May. So, like, that's, I think, the smart way to play it. And she just didn't get the memo. And she's just like, you know, very much, I'm not here to make friends. But yeah, it's like, it's in your best interest to just be happy for the other women. Because, first of all, that'll make you less stressed about the situation. They're going to be, they're the ones you spent most of your time with. And if you don't end up with Clayton, then it's the best possible outcome, you know, for your time there. So it's just silly that she's, I mean, of course she feels that way. Um, I, I wish I liked Gabby. She just like bugs me, but I don't know. Look like the, the teaser trailer for upcoming episodes. It looked like he was like yelling at her. And saying that she deceived him. But that could be tricky editing. You never know. So it's hard to say. But anyway. But she was like, I feel like I'm in the notebook. And it's like really romantic. And they're going, uh, looking at Toronto by helicopter. And, you know, he wants to take things. Or I don't know. One of them wanted to take things to the next level. And all that stuff. Um, Yeah. They had a good... They they had a good date. While they were on their date, we found out that there's like a group date and that Shanae and Genevieve are going to be on the two-on-one. Um, but Gabby is on her way to falling for Clayton on a very deep level. Very deep level. Um, so <laughs> she ends everything in a question and she has trouble receiving love. And she's so funny. So that's great. Um, one thing that I did think was very vulnerable was that she said she felt undeserving of love. Um, and like her mom was withholding and, and if her love, and if her mom could stop loving her, why could it anyone else? But she's ready to pursue a relationship, which is good. Cause she is on a show about getting married. But she was, she seemed very honest about that. Yeah, I like, well, but that's why I wonder if it is her because he's like she's the last person I would have expected to do this to me in the pre. But you never know. Editing, editing is very tricky. Yeah. 
Um, but they seem to really connect and he seems to really like her. And he's like, she could be my future wife and all this stuff. And um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. It was like, it was like a nice, you know, romantic date. I don't know. Not, I don't think it was as fun as the amusement park date. I would have rather go on roller coasters, but that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we go to the group date and Jesse's like, hi, I'm from Toronto. Remember the generic host from mm-hmm. Toronto and everyone knows Russell Peters. And I was like, I have no <laughs> idea who the fuck this guy is. Um, turns out he is like a comedian and he was like the first person to ever get a Netflix comedy special. Really? But who cares? Who fucking cares? Cause here's a tweet that he tweeted three days ago. This is my friend and brother at Joe Rogan. He's a great human being and I will stand by him because I know who he is and not who they want you to think he is. All right. Yeah. So all I need to know to know that I know the comedian's worth knowing and you're not worth knowing, buddy. So, and I think roasts generally suck. Like I'm not a big roast person. Like, because I, I just feel like, okay, I liked, I grew up watching like the Dean Martin roasts, like the very classic, you know. I've never, yeah. Oh, you've never seen them? No, well, I haven't seen any. Okay. So. Well, I grew up watching like Dean Martin roasts. So there was like, you know, um, I don't know, like all of these, like Don Rickles and like, you know, these comedians from like the 60s who are all like insult comics and you know, and it was like, haha, you're an alcoholic. Haha, you're, you know, an absent partner. Oh, you know, and I, that was like the comedy in the 50s and 60s yeah. and whatever. I just don't think that's like great. <laughs> and and there's so many like there's all these clips of like roast now where you're like, oh, too far. That's like uncomfortable. And I just. I I hate punching down. I just don't think there's a reason to punch down in comedy and in roasts. Sometimes you're punching up, but a lot of the times you're not. It's all designed to like at least punch across if not down at somebody and like pick something they feel vulnerable about and make them feel bad about it. And I'm much more of a fan of like self-deprecating comedy. If you're going to punch somebody, punch yourself, (laughs) punch up, you know, I don't know. It's just like weird to me. And you just know that Russell Peters is like cancel culture is ruining comedy. And I just like, I don't need it. So I just kind of soured the whole segment for me because it's like, okay, earlier this season, we had Z-Way on the show. Who's like one of my favorite like comic humans um, who had an incredible show that blew up last year that led to her getting her own show on Showtime. And it was all about like asking like uncomfortable questions about race and making white people feel awkward. And then she didn't even like share that side of herself on the show. Cause it's like this neutered ABC version of like who she is, mm. you know? And I was like, you don't even get to see her in like all her glory. And she might have made those choices. I don't know. You know, like, I, I don't know how much they said she should do and how much she decided to do. Um, And I think it's really good for her to get that exposure outside of, like, Instagram and, like, premium cable. Like, this is, like, a big outlet for her. But I was, like, so disappointed by that. And then it's, like, you follow that up with this guy who, like, you know... Is like Joe Rogan's my brother, you know, like, ugh, just I can't like, <laughs> well, they got to have variety. Is there a lot of like 
yeah, I mean, maybe a lot of people look at associate with this guy and think he's great and i don't know i have no idea I, like i just like literally had no idea who he was so please uh listening audience if you know who he is and i'm just like super out of touch let me know like and i know he won a lot of awards and stuff but that doesn't mean that he's good at anything and i felt like all of his roast jokes were the same it was just like see that guy over there yeah he sucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like i yeah. can do that yeah, it wasn't it wasn't it's like too. not creative like i thought marlena did a better job than he did at roasting because she was like, you know, she called like, uh, she called Shanae like a herpes outbreak, which like also like I'm not like a big fan of like STD shaming, you know, either. (laughs) But also like, I guess what I would say then instead is I would be like, Shanae is like glitter. You think you've gotten rid of her and then, but she just keeps popping back up even after you vacuum the carpets, you know, like you can do something like that. Anyway, so I just didn't like this whole segment. It was kind of like, maybe this is, maybe this is a bad comparison, but like, you know, improv can be really good or sometimes it can be kind of flat, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, you know, you just the chemistry is there. So you can like a generic roast is just kind of pointless. Yeah, you it know? was, like, I don't know. I mean, okay, the the reason the Dean Martin roasts were so good was because the cast was almost identical every time. The guest of honor was different, right? Mm-hmm. So they would bring in, you know, you know, like Jane Fonda or somebody or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I keep trying to remember. They had like a ton, I mean, ton, big, big, big names. And they would, you know, that they would be the guest of honor, but like, the table, it was like one big long table on stage. And like those folks were the same pretty much every time. And they were mostly throwing shit at each other. And then occasionally at, you know, the illustrious guest who was being roasted. But it was like, it was their friendship and familiarity with each other. And the fact that they knew each other really well, that made the jokes funny because, you know, they had this rapport with each yeah. other. and. When women have been in a house for not five, I mean, you know, it's week five, but it's probably been like two weeks, you know, it's like, oh, Hunter has IBS, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, uh, that's pretty good. I actually thought that joke was funny. Having IBS myself, I think that shit was funny. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, but like, I just, it's harder. It, it's different if you've spent two weeks in a house with someone versus you've known them for 20 years and you've yeah. done comedy you know, you toured together and stuff. That's like a totally different thing. So anyway, it's just like a different entity. And I'm not like a big fan of like the newer, like Comedy Central roast either. So, but I don't think that would surprise anybody. I used to like that stuff when I was like an edge lord, you know, but I, I'm not like that anymore. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that later, Grandpa. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like Marlena did well. She did well in the last group date. So she's kind of like the standout group date person right now. And Clayton was like really impressed with her. And she's like, oh, so you like me because I'm smooth, huh? You know, and uh, they seem to have a good moment. And uh, we find out when they're on the date what the two on one is going to be. And it was like into the falls. Your journey goes. Only one comes out with a rose. Clayton and they're like it doesn't even say love Clayton oh no it's gonna be that means it's bad you know um Rachel has some one-on-one time with Clayton and she's like oh my god I'm so nervous 
and like I just can't handle roasts and like I'm just nice I'm just nice I'm just this nice cute little person and I just can't do roasts and then they're like make out you know whatever he thinks she's he like when they went on their one-on-one last week or whatever he was he, the whole time he was just like you're so hot <laughs> like just the whole <laughs> you're time so hot. you're so hot and i was like all right <laughs> so he's just he really thinks she's she's the shit um okay let's see oh um so <laughs> i i put more notes about that apology so so apparently clayton apologized to elizabeth and said something like if i had known that that Shanae called her out for being neurodivergent. I would have made Shanae leave right away. And Lindsay was like, I told him that and he still didn't make her leave. So that's bullshit. So he got called to the carpet for that. We'll see what happens there. Um, He spends a little bit of one-on-one time with Sarah. They seem to have good spark and chemistry. Oh, I should also mention, besides that, Marlena um, called out Shanae during the roast. Shanae wasn't on the group date, obviously, but everybody said something about her. It's like, hello? Like, if everyone's talking about this person, shouldn't you just be like, maybe she needs to leave? Yeah, that's an easy Mm -hmm. way to... Yeah, it's just like kind of silly that you're not noticing that Clayton um also I want to let you know that people are charging Clayton on his Venmo right now for pain and suffering with all the Shanae stuff people are charging him like viewers are charging him like 350 five dollars they're like requesting money from him on his Venmo for pain and yeah you can (laughs) do you want to thinking about it see if he pays you Yeah. yeah how much would you ask him for 20 no i don't know 20 bucks 20 bucks yeah. oh okay or what would you write as like the comment oh i feel bad about how yellow my teeth are compared to you so i need to get some new white strips okay yeah so it's like <laughs> so it's like one week of white strips yeah yeah okay okay that's i think he would pay you for that let's try it we'll do that after the <laughs> after we record um okay so Rachel gets the group date rose. Oh, this is when you looked at me and you were like, oh, <laughs> 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 which was funny. Um, okay. So like the group date goes, well, blah, 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 whatever, yada, yada. What we really want to get to is like the two on one. Uh, my favorite thing, I really am, I'm growing fond of Mira besides the fact that she's like the oldest woman in the house mm. and she like put that young that young lady in her place she she really <laughs> hates today and she's like she's dramatic she's unnecessary <laughs> like we don't need her goodbye i was like yeah i love it and shanae shanae's approach with this date with genevieve was like i'm just gonna smile and laugh and be fake nice until she's gone that was her that's her idea um but all the women are talking like they're going on their two-on-one and all the women are like listen like we will strike if Shanae comes home and Genevieve does not, that's just, that's what we're going to do. And, um, Gabby was like, Shanae is a succubus, <laughs> which <laughs> was like was a really funny. good way to yeah. end an episode. Um, and like the to be continued stuff is just really dramatic. Like, yeah. Is Gabby playing him? Every woman is crying. He's in love with three women. Um, apparently like, 
Shanae tells Clayton that Genevieve was ready to pack her bags and go home. Hmm. And so he's like, were you, were you really packing your bags and going home? And she's like, Oh, what? And so it sounds mm-hmm. like she's just lying about more shit, which is annoying. And, um, and then we end with the bloopers of, of, uh, apparently Clayton attracts bees and he's like very mansplainy about it. And he's like, listen, if you don't call attention to it, they won't bother you. And then whoever it was, I can't remember who it was who said it, but they were like, I hate it when people say that. People always say that. And that's not true. And I hate it. And he's just like, you just don't react. And she's like, that's not true. That's bullshit. I don't. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, so it's a pretty it's a pretty jam packed episode. Um, so how, how did you feel about it on, on the whole? Uh, I think it's it's similar to like all the other ones. It's just too dramatic for me. That's too much productions too much eye rolling and you know and close up and emotions and yeah it's it i i don't have like a, a a favorite i don't really necessarily care about the um clayton so you know it, it kind of makes it hard it's like it's like a, a story that you don't you know you don't care about any of the characters too much yeah and i don't hate anybody enough to you know it's sort of like when somebody's like oh you're not into football so like find a team you hate kind of thing mm. you know um so maybe that gets you into football and, and then i'm i can't even get into it that way so interesting well thank you for for guesting on this episode i really appreciate you putting in the time and effort and the notes and your thoughtful thoughts and all that good stuff i don't have a lot of feedback but i'll see you guys in two years i think you did a good job i think you did a good job uh when shanae's the next bachelorette he'll come back on no just kidding oh god that would be horrible anyway until then take (laughs) care of yourselves and others uh be kind rewind uh, make sure you recycle. Do you have any last minute advice? Uh, Steve usually goes out on on his trademark advice, but do you have a piece what's of advice? His, what's his trademark? Well, I can't say it oh, because he's um, not here. So you got to you got to come up with something. What's uh, like your last minute piece of advice for everyone? You know, the last thing I wrote. Well, my last note here is, well, there's a lot of notes that I didn't get to. Um, bullshit, all of it, mostly. That was the last one of the last things. I wrote. Well, there you go. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>